Hey everybody, this is Ben here. I got DJ with me, and we got a special guest tonight, Billy Joe. And uh, welcome to another episode of the Local Park Dark Podcast. So, uh, been away for a while on a little bit of a hiatus. I know me and me and DJ have been putting it in uh, quite a few hours, uh, six days a week. Brian's actually not with us tonight because he's actually been running around the clock lately. So he said he was going to sit this one out. First around time in a month, around he's the clock. Yeah. yeah. He, right? He, he's hiding from the punch clock. He's, he's probably doing. he's probably sleeping underneath that, that trailer in a hammock right now as we speak. I hope it's I hope it's raining on him. And it's right getting now too. rained on. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking scab. Absolutely, man. DJ <laughs> knows what, it uh, mean, what what being around the block means. What that means. Uh, oh <laughs> damn. Ah. <Yeah>. So uh <laughs> Billy Joe. Um we're gonna get your story, man. It's a pretty good one. Um, I think our listeners are really going to like it. Maybe some of them might maybe even kind of relate to some of it. I'm sure somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, just going to get right into it, man. So uh, what what are you into now? What's your racket these days? Well, currently, um, I'm, I'm 51 now. I'm uh, I, My wife is 28, and I have a three-year-old and a soon-to-be one-year-old. Um, all right yep yep i'm gonna have a one-year-old myself yeah yep and um making the best money of my, i've made you know ever in my life i'm in a good spot you know living yeah. in kalamazoo michigan uh beautiful born and beautiful raised place. in born and raised in ocala florida okay mm-hmm. okay born and raised in ocala okay <laughs> cool man um so, uh, what you're doing now is you, you're like a construction manager for a drilling company, right? Underground drilling company, right? You go a little bit more of the details about yep. that. And, uh, now you got, do you have guys with class A CDLs that work there? Well, yeah, we do. We have certain guys that'll move the drills. Um, <coughs> and we also, we offer, um, class A CDL training. They have an instructor that comes to the company um a proctor he comes in and trains you for a week and then you go and get your class a you know man i should have done it like that yeah and they pay for everything but you have to sign a two-year contract you know okay you know you're kind of giving back your time for appreciation is what i call it yeah i mean well that's a that's a pretty expensive piece of paper to get you know so that'd be i mean that's all right but but what they do uh, for breakfast. We'll fight for it. <laughs> do a lot of uh water mains and um work for the city and stuff like that. And I was okay. I was doing underground fiber for uh AT and T and Verizon. Okay. Uh-oh. Did we lose him again? I don't know. He got real quiet again. Like, he got kind of real quiet. Sense. Yeah. Uh oh. Yep. We'll yeah, see. he gone. I'm gonna once he gets back in here, maybe he's I don't know if he's running on Wi Fi or what, but we'll have him shut that off. Yeah, I remember that um, was Brian's while, problem. While we uh while we're doing this Are you yeah, where are you at in your car or what are you doing? I'm in my car, man. Yeah. Where are you uh, at? I'm sitting I'm, I'm sitting in the bedroom. Uh, hey, shut your Wi Fi off, Billy Joe, on okay. your phone. Because uh, I wonder if it's messing with your yeah. connection, but but no, I'm sitting here watching uh, watching 
I got the split screen on for these the, college football games. And if I what? Hang on, I think he's. Oh. I think he's going to be coming back. Yeah, AT&T I think that might have been the issue. Yeah, he yeah. Ate, we we have Brian on this show all the time. Our listeners are used to this. This ain't nothing. Yeah. New. Yeah, this, uh, is, nothing this is really, really just me? part of the show. Yeah, yeah we're yep. here with you now, yeah, you this, know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a part of it. <laughs> no. um, but Since Ohio State have... right now, okay, they're up yeah, 17-10 yeah. on, on Wisconsin. Yeah, I started watching left. that game. Yeah, yeah, I watched the Florida-Georgia game, you know, because... Who won that? Man, Georgia blew them out, 43-20. I'm not 20. surprised. Is, uh, uh, like who said, won? Did Florida State win? Uh, yeah, they won. Are they? They're still on. <coughs> they're still undefeated. Dude. Yeah, they're number four. Yeah. yeah. Tennessee right now is up thirty-three twenty-seven, mm-hmm. with forty-four seconds. Over Oklahoma got unranked. Oklahoma Kentucky. got knocked off. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yep. Mm, well, you know. But I got anyway. mixed opinions about Oklahoma. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, that was a nice little uh, interlude there. So yeah, yeah, dude. Hopefully uh, Brian, we got it Brian out. comes. Yeah, he he's got AT and T. Yeah. Uh, you diving in and out. That our our listeners are totally okay with that right. because it happens all the time, and we just roll right through it. Yep. You know, we'll just start. Boop, 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 yep. boop. We'll just do something. <laughs> we'll just we just got wait music. We'll put on. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the mayor Dustin on that one. That's right out of his playbook. Yep. Um, okay, so they signed a two-year agreement with you guys. Right. And, uh, yeah, what, the what's the starting pay for, like, a CDL guy? For a what? What's, like, a CDL driver make where you, where you work? Because um, I'm sure there's guys out there that might be interested in that, but right. really might not even know how to get into that racket. So. Right. Um, they're around 30, I would say. Um, like I said, I'm not really on that side of it. I'm over the drilling uh-huh. and... I'm drilling in like eight inch uh, water mains, four yeah. inch, yeah. two inch yeah, you, uh, water services, stuff like that. You Insane. getting paid. Huh? <laughs> you getting paid. Oh, yeah. It, it, it took a while, you know, being oh, you yeah. know, the past that I had. You know, I'm only, yeah. um, I'm in my fifth year fresh out of uh, yeah. doing a seven years, nine months straight from some florida stuff that i had tried to run from and ended yeah. up you know uh catching up to me which at the time i thought it it sucked obviously but ended up being the absolute best thing that could have happened to me it's Absolutely. crazy as it sounds you know to put me where well, i'm at now and who i am well now. yeah hell yeah man that's awesome uh let's go talk about that man if you want if you want to dive in can you bring it back to the beginning of how you got into the system and and where it all kind of turned that way if you don't mind Uh oh oh he did it again oh man i wonder if it's i wonder if his phone's timing out because cody's was doing that mine mine never timed out but i always I don't think I wonder if you lock your if he's locking his screen. Yeah, cuz I like, just got it lit up right now. Mine mine stays lit up constantly yes. on the thing. Um Yeah, mine's constantly lit up on it. So, there, there we go. He is. I'm back. Hey, are, you don't locking, lock... are you are you locking your phone? Uh-huh. Are you locking your phone at all? No. Uh-uh. Okay. All right. No. All right. And what I did, I switched over. 
I switched oh, over okay. to answer a text, and that, that might have knocked me off. Oh. But yeah, I that I am getting old. Right. You know, I'm 51 right. and did most, well. most of my time in prison, so technology, I'm still trying to catch up, you know. Yeah, you'll right. get there. Yeah. So, so when was the fr- well, how old were you when you first got uh, got into the uh, the system, so to speak? Okay. Well, actually, when I was six, I remember sitting in the back seat with a um, a friend of mine. You know, a kid that that we had played together growing up, and his sister and my sister, and we started out smoking weed on a toilet paper roll with aluminum foil on it. So oh, that's, yeah. yeah. So that's six where, years old. yeah, six years old. You know? So shit. that, <laughs> so that kind of <laughs> tells you where it all began. Kind of set the pace. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the next, and then, um, I'd say at 13 years old is when I caught possession of alcoholic beverages by a minor. I drank like nine Heinekens hanging out with my brother. Uh, he was nine years older than me. I had two and... wine coolers. No, it, what? I'm just kidding. Yeah. I said you had two wine two, coolers. No, no. Two bottles and drinks. <clears throat> no bottles. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking when he said wine coolers. Uh, yeah. No, they were Heineken, and, and the cop pulled up and came to my side of the car. And my brother was talking to two girls on the other side, on the driver's side, you know, with his back to me. And he had asked me, the cop said, have you been drinking? I said, no, sir. And he told me to get out of the car. I kicked a bottle across the parking lot. And I said, whoops. I said, that's not mine. And then I tried (laughs) to tell him that I washed down a hamburger that we went to the drive-thru on the boulevard, you know. And he didn't buy that. And I told him I'd take a breathalyzer and he's... He wasn't buying that. So, uh, possession of alcoholic beverages, 50 hours community service, um, and a letter of apology or something like that. <clears throat> but it started from there. And I had walked in on my sister. Um, you know, she was picking stuff up off of the floor and stuff like that. And I didn't understand what was going on. And she had had me sit on my mom's bed and, you know, hit the can like I'm smoking weed and mm-hmm. it was crack. So, wow. at, yeah, so within the hour. I... Man, damn it. This is getting good. Yeah, no shit. Leaving me. Colorado, suspense. Colorado just they lost today. The. Again. UCLA again. Travis Hunter played though. They need to get their shit together. They need Travis Hunter doesn't need to play both sides of the ball. I'll no. say that now. You, no D one kid needs to play both sides. No. He's he's too good to be, be on out there that many snaps. You're gonna this kid's gonna be hurt all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's not gonna hold up. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Huh, wonder what the hell's going on with his phone. That sucks, man. I know. I wonder if we can. He just dropped out again. Yeah. And then um, we'll get him back in. So we're sorry, everyone. This is uh, this is growing pains. Yeah, we're not. We don't have enough sponsor money yet to have a studio, so we're just winging yeah. it right now. 
Yeah, we did get offered a studio spot by the Destin Travel and I'm back. Tourism Board, but we're not here. All right, he's back. So I don't understand why that now keeps we're happening because I can still hear y'all talking and see the yeah. same screen. Nothing changes. Yeah, my my buddy, uh, he had to like Weird. keep touching his phone screen every so often. My my buddy that mm. was in the army that we did that interview a while right. back. That was like we had to we had to restart a couple times because uh, he was doing that. But uh, we're getting too yeah. it, we're getting too involved in this. We're just gonna have to. Yeah. We're just gonna have to. This is gonna be part of the episode. All right, all right. I'll push. <laughs> I'll push through and condense. All right. No, I was, no, uh, no, 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 no. It's all right. Condense. You don't have to do yeah, that. We'll, we'll just, keep uh, rolling. It's fine. Yeah, we'll be all right. Um, just every so often, yeah. Just keep, uh, <clears throat> just keep touching your phone screen. Well, I'm gonna watch yeah. this timer on here too. It's got a timer on it, so I don't uh, know. Turn that, you turn that timer off. Maybe I think is it going up? Did. It... Yeah, it's going up. Uh, I don't know what it's. I mean, it's got my it's name, just... your name, and all three yeah. of our names on it, and it's got me the the leave recording option on it. No, yeah, just no, we don't want to do that. Not right That's, now. So, anyway. your sister had you smoking had crack. crack. Right. At 13, I sat on the edge of my mom's bed. She said, hit it like you're smoking weed. And gave me $20, told me uh, to go over to Cracktown off of Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard and get her some, uh, she called it fresh at the time because it was in the 80s. So that's when, you know, crack was really hitting Florida and it really... Uh, they made a documentary it. about that. Yeah, right. It's bad. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so she, that's what they called it. it, was fresh. She wanted me to ride around the neighborhood and just holler out to people on the corner. Hey, I need... Uh, well, I had to get gas. So she said, put $2 in gas. And that's when it was eighty-three. Oh, uh, I'm going to pump the brakes here. You were 13? Yeah. yeah. Right, driving a car. No, no, I was riding. I I got a riding. Of mine. Okay, he okay. was from New York, and uh, he had a Pontiac Ventura, like a '74. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was me, <laughs> him, and Tony, this other big kid I grew up with, and we're all going over to get some crack for my sister, and and they don't know that I had already hit it one time because I was kind of you know. You, you hear about crack, and I didn't really want to tell nobody. Just me and my sister knew. Yeah, I yeah, yeah I, I know exactly what you're. What it's a shame to, to it, there. you know. Yeah, it, it, exactly. And that should have told you know. me something then, but hard headed yeah. man I had a long road ahead of me. Can long, I ask you something road. real quick? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, dude. Um, what? And I'm sure I'm not the only person, and I'm sure somebody else is actually. Like, why the hell would your sister do that to you at 13 years old? Well, the thing about it is when you're sick and you're in that addiction, you're strung out, you just, you don't care. You have no regard for nobody, no family. It don't matter. You'll steal from your mom, your dad. I did it. Laid on the floor at 15 and fished my dad's pants out of the bedroom with a hanger and got all his money out of of his pocket, pushed it back in just to get cracked. So that's what kind of things. And he was my best friend in the whole world. So right, yeah, that man. crack is it make you a monster, man. It really yeah, will. Yeah, I've I've watched a lot of <laughs> shit about that and what it does to yeah. people, man. It, it's crazy. It's fucking sad. And yeah, 
And I used yeah. to think the same thing, you know, if, if my sister and I, she claimed that I was her favorite, you know, out of the family. And we were close, you know, up to that point. And I used to think, you know, why would she do that to her little brother? Yeah, but that's exactly I, what I was thinking. I was like, shit, man. But, you know, everybody's everybody's upbringing's different, you know. And uh, like where your where your mom and bet, mom and dad were. uh they were obviously around but like were they busy working all the time and just kind of didn't keep a very tight leash on you guys or like how what was the home like growing up man damn it every time <laughs> every but time you ask a question apparently. yeah yeah he dropped out of drop that's got to be a timer on that phone man I wonder if I wonder if he can, when he comes back in, I'm gonna tell him get back in it and just lock his phone and see what happens this time. I mean, if we're dropping when it's opened, I don't even know. I don't even know for that. Mine for that matter. Mine hasn't. Mine hasn't done that. No. Yours hasn't. No. You think that's an Android thing? Uh, well. You know. Yeah, maybe, but. <laughs> There he is. Hey, you want me to lock the phone? That's what I was. Yeah, I can. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and lock it now. How do I lock it? And uh, how is it like? How do you lock it? Push the button on the side. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, Are you there? He's gone. Okay, don't (laughs) lock it. Drops out again. Maybe don't drop. Maybe don't lock it then. Maybe don't lock it. Maybe just touch this. I know Cody was just touching the service. How good's your service right now, man? It's like, are you in the back cave? Where are you at right now? Yeah. Are you are you driving? Are you right there at Reese's Point? Because that would. Hey, I think it's best <laughs> I don't touch anything. Any anytime I touch something on here, it, it does that. Yeah. Don't don't, don't touch shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't <laughs> touch nothing. Don't touch <laughs> nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next thing, uh, next thing, we, I, might, know, we might have to have you move. I know it's kind of funny, man. I, I mean, every time we get uh, some fucking juice, it's it just like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, so what I was going to ask you, man, is uh, what what were mom and dad like growing up? Were they around, or were they working all the time? Mm-hmm. Um, they just not keep a very tight leash on you guys, or was I mean, just obviously a different time in a different era, too, right? So. Um, if you wouldn't mind expounding on that too, I'm just trying to get a little bit yep. of a oh, I of idea of getting in your headspace. Yep. You know. Well, like um, my mom had kids when she met my dad, so I, you know, they had me. I was the baby of the family, and okay. I was the one that was spoiled. And I mean, my dad, he would actually uh, he put hands on other kids, but he wouldn't put hands on me, and wouldn't let nobody else do it either. So okay. that kind of let me just run wild, you know, and I knew he had. Okay. Um, and anyway, he built roads and parking lots uh, since he was 16 and lied about his age. He's been a heavy equipment operator and he died. Hell yeah, man. He died at 67. Um, I was in prison. He died of AIDS from uh, messing, messing around, you know, females. He loved wow. females. He told me when I got out of prison in 96, he said, well, I got what you can't get rid of. And I didn't believe him, you know, but yeah, that was sure a enough, back then. Yeah, yeah, sure enough, that killed him. But um, and my mom was a waitress uh, growing up 
she was, you know, early on and then was a waitress and made great money um, and pretty much raised all of us. My dad worked out of town during the week, come home on the weekends and then leave again uh, for most part. Um, and the kids would run wild. They, you know, ran my mom over. Uh, I did. Mom just wanted. hanging on. Right. Yeah. I used to talk crazy to my mom, tell her, get out of my room. I'll bust your head all over the wall. You know, I ain't going to school. You ain't going to tell me what to do. I'll tell my dad. Yeah, I was, I wasn't, you know, (laughs) I was a foul little kid. My kids did that now. I I couldn't imagine, though, you know. Oh, dude, I feel you, man. Wow. Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. Okay. But like you said, it was a different time, different era. My dad thought that was a way of showing love. You know, he bought me the brand new dirt bike, whatever I wanted. You know, the YZ80 mm-hmm. when it came out. and That's what he thought you did. You know, he made great yeah. money. Back then, he made 1300 a week, 1200 13 a week. Back that's then. like a shit ton of money in these days. Yeah. Damn. Right. That's the kind of Class shit I'm a has right man. now. Yeah, Class A has Matt grandfathered in on everything. He did. He could well, do it all. But man, but yeah, it was the kids, you know, stealing from my mom on the crack and everything. And then I'm watching all this, and this is what you know. Uh, from the time I hit it, sitting on my mom's bed, you know, from that point on, I started going to prison. At nine in ninety one, I got six counts of grand theft auto, six counts of dealing stolen property, organized, three counts of petty theft, three counts of uh, grand theft, I think, and it was all over. You know, trying to get high, trying to get the next yeah. hit, chasing that first high, and um, ended me up in in prison twenty six years total. Jesus oh. Christ! So that that the thing about crack. Uh, mm-hmm. that I've heard is you're never going to be as high as you were that first time. No, no. Yeah. yeah that's wild, man. Yeah. I think Crazy. we lost him again. He gone. He gone. He gone. Man, Maybe. every so time it's just, yeah, yep. he'll he come gone. back in. Yeah. There he goes. Dude, that is crazy shit. Like, all them it's like something out of a movie. Yeah. All that uh yeah, I know. All the hell It's it is crazy. It's crazy that the Colorado keeps losing. Like I'm riding uh, with Prime all year, but it's like damn. Yeah. He's back. I'm back. He's back. Bottom of the eighth. I know. Arizona's Every time I get seven one. I get a rhythm going and dude. We're, hey, I, I'm keeping it all in here. We're, everybody's just going to have to stay tuned and ride this shit out. Yeah, because I'm telling this. you. It's, it's, well, like, it's, been, it's been a couple weeks without an episode. I'm sure our listeners will hang on. Right. Yeah, yeah, I've been getting, I've been getting uh, harassment emails over <laughs> when we're going to do another episode. So, Well, I, yeah, I've, I don't know. I keep getting death threats. So. Yeah. yeah. You better quit saying up the union. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a dead rat in a box earlier. I don't know what that's about. It's like but... it's from, uh, but Brian post you know, like postmarked it from his house, so you know where it yeah. came from. Well, I mean that, and I mean 
the dead giveaway was the broken down Peterbilt down the road. So right, I, mean, I seen him out there, but yeah, anyway, sir, I know it was go. you. Uh, I see you, Brian. So, <laughs> so you you start you you start going to prison. Were you like, did you get tried as an adult your first time, and and did you time, or were you actually eighteen? No, as soon as I hit eighteen, my first adult charges were uh, two counts of grand theft. Two. No, I'm sorry. It was one count of grand theft, one count of dealing stolen property, organized, and. That was two ladders at my uncle's pit where my dad worked at. He was pulling in in the dump truck, and I was leaving with the ladders in my truck. So they wanted to teach me a lesson and let me sit in the county for like three weeks. Had me turn myself in and all of that. And from that point on, I made a vow when they lied to me that I would get right out, that I would never turn myself in again. And I held on to that until the very well, last I was going to say, I ain't there. turned myself in. No, I ran them 12 miles the last time. And that was after being <laughs> clean. I was clean for over two years, even though I was on the run, you know, getting off track. But they ran me for 12 miles barefoot and I got away. And then they walked up on me three weeks later. Did seven years, nine months straight, cleaned up everything out of my past and never looked back. So. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> so when well, you uh, land in prison, <laughs> where'd you end up in prison? Was it down in Florida? Yep. Yep. Uh, it's called, it used to be called NFRC, North Florida Reception Center. Now they just call that it. Sounds um, nice. Yeah. It, they call it the country club. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it's right outside of Stark, Florida, where Florida State Prison, they call it the Rock, where the death penalty is. Uh, is that where Ted Bundy was put put down? Yep, that's right. Okay. Him and Danny Rollins. Him okay. and Danny Rollins. I actually met Danny Rollins when I turned myself in at 18 that first time for the ladders. I had talked to this guy, and I asked him, I said, what are you in here for? He said, you mean you don't know? And he said, watch the news. Well, he was the Gainesville murderer that killed mm-hmm. five students at the University of Florida, cut their head off and put them on a mantle. One of them. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Here and there and he was borrowing. He was wanting to borrow Kit Kat and my comb and everything else. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was very uh, interesting. So <laughs> you're taking his cakes as repayment. <laughs> we were so actually you, go ahead. Oh, wait, sorry no yeah you go ahead i'm sorry man well we were actually on um now they call it 23-1 um they they you come out of your cell for every 30 for like 30 minutes on cell rotations at that time so he used to come to my door and talk to me and um he would tell me about this crown royal bag that he would have hanging from his rearview mirror when they caught him. The helicopters pinned him down in a field, and uh, he said he had his his weed pipe in there. I'll never forget that time, but that's where it all began. As an adult, was those two charges, and wow. then I was supposed to go into the Marine Corps. Um, at like 17 and a half doing all my testing and stuff, you know, prior to it. And I would have been, you know, high up candidate, but 
two weeks before going back up there to actually officially do the go, you know, listing. Yeah, all that. I decided to smoke a blunt and go to the mall. And then the next week, I said, I'll take it next week. And I ended up catching 12 felonies, um, six counts of the grand theft auto, stealing cars for crack. Yeah. And then my whole life just went a totally different direction. Fuck yeah, um, dude. Wow. I mean, I kickboxed in high school for three and a half years playing quarterback. I mean, in the year that I quit, it was over drugs, snorting powders where, you know, prior to, you know, between the crack and before the progressing of it, um, mm-hmm. I was trying to dabble with that, play sports and, and tournament kickboxing. It just didn't work out. And the second string quarterback went to Athens University, Georgia Bulldogs, didn't make mm-hmm. it, you know. So there was a lot of missed opportunities, you know, that I looked back yeah. at. But yeah. Wow, man. There's the every message of don't do drugs. That is definitely <laughs> right. one. Um, right. But so I didn't lay you... down and die, though. I never gave up. I was just, you got people that are just bad people, you know, I think. Yeah. And you got people that are good people that got a bad problem. Yeah. Eliminate the problem, you know, you got good people. I, I 100% agree, man. I yeah. think everybody's entitled to a second chance and even mm-hmm. sometimes a third and fourth, fifth chance. Yep. You know. Um, and he gone. <laughs> Damn it, dude. Every, it's like, it's like, it's so awesome, dude. Every time. Every time you we, know? uh, yeah, we, we're bringing on a, this subject and then we're getting into it and then it's like, all right, we're just going to pause for a commercial break. <laughs> there he is, yeah. I think I got it figured so, out. That uh, time was kind of on me because it ran over four minutes that time. I touched the screen. I've been touching it like every couple minutes. But that time it tried to refresh. I accidentally pulled it down and it went off. So I think I got it figured out. We'll see. Hey, it's all good, yep. man. We're doing it. Yep. We're we're way too deep into this shit now. Oh yeah. Um. So when you get in, when you get into prison, what's your mindset? Are you scared, or or like what? Like what is? What are you thinking, man? Well, honestly, I think, I mean, I think everybody's got that nervousness, but it wasn't in Florida prison. It wasn't. Uh, you didn't have to really be as scared of the inmates as you did the officers because they were, because they tell you in orientation at NFRC, it's North Florida reception center. You have a five day orientation. They do all this, um, testing on you, you know, mental health testing just to be able to classify you. But the first thing they tell you, is you are in the redneck capital of the world. That's what they tell you. And yeah. uh, it's it's just like straight military, uh, clean cut, clean shave every day. If you don't shave, you don't eat. They might slap you while you're in the chow line and, and lock you up in the cell block, beat you up, <clears throat> change shifts on you, and then ship you down to the Everglades, you know, to a prison down there for... Uh, for a year to heal up and your family can't Whoa. find you. You know, that's what kind of system that is in Florida. Good old boys. So they, they flip the script on that. Yeah. Wow. 
So I mean, yeah, That's I heard crazy. I heard the war stories and all of that, and yeah, I was a little nervous, but you know, it was more of I had had so much county time in, and by the time they ended up sending me to prison, they had already given me chances, you know, house arrest and electronic monitor. I never completed none of it. I would always run. 9-11, I was in North Dakota, um, my not North Dakota County Jail with a bunch of drunk Indians, you know, waiting oh, on extradition yeah. when 9-11 happened, wow. you know, so. Made it to North, were you trying to get to Canada? I was trying to get to California. I was trying to go over, you know, through the top, but I didn't make it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't really scared or nothing, you know, to, uh, you know, inmate wise, because like I said, I was, you know, the war stories were the officers are the ones that would kill you. And, and that was a very true story. Dude, that's nuts, man. I mean, you don't think, I mean, most people probably don't think that's a, a thing, but I'm sure it definitely is. Oh yeah. Uh, so how, how long were you in uh prison before you kind of like, did you make any friends, so to speak, or do you want to oh, yeah. elaborate on that whole thing? Because I know that this is like the the good stuff here coming up. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, I had actually ended up. I started getting locked up. Like I said, the first time at thirteen, and then the second time was in uh, at eighteen, which was a, like ninety one, uh, ninety ninety one is when I started. So in 95, they actually sent me to prison for the first time. And I went to a drug treatment center, you know, while in prison and, you know, trying to, you know, do a little something. I knew I had a problem. I mean, I wasn't mm -hmm. a dummy, but I just didn't right. know how to resolve that problem, except, hey, I'm a bigger man than that. I'll just no more. I'm, I can control it. But it's that, that was not the case. Yeah, but it right. wasn't, you know. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I ended up getting in there. When I had got locked up, I think I was 176 pounds at 6'4". And skinny. Yeah, I looked like a Pez dispenser, man. That's what I felt like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, uh, ended up going in. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. That was the second time I went back to prison um is when i actually got into uh lifting weights and doing all that but you know when you get locked up you get healthy you get clean you, you get your head right um, yeah and so i clicked up with some guys that uh it was like a brotherhood thing um it was the uh Aryan brotherhood in the state of florida you know prison system Mm -hmm. they uh, were, were talking to me and, and noticed, you know, I'd started putting weight on and getting my natural size back. And they were like, hey, you know, you want to kind of, you know, click in with us. And they kind of let me know what they were about. And, and it was basically here, gave me a knife and said, here, you see that guy right there, go stab him, bring me the knife back. And, uh, and keep your mouth shut and and we will uh get back with you <laughs> that was it like a job and interview off and walked off yeah handed it to me and walked off 
So I went and did what I had to do <laughs> mm-hmm. and, right. and brought it back to him. And um, we were on lockdown for like 30, 45 days. They had to uh, life flight the guy out of the compound um, and ended up getting my foot soldier patch is what they call it. The yeah. behind the left ear. And um, so that's how I ended up getting into that organization and ended up being for the next uh right at 15 years you know just kind of ran parallel with all the prison time and you know now is it easier doing hard time when you're clicked up with it with a play, uh, an organization like that honestly looking back i mean not really i think it's harder it's much easier to do time with one or two people that you really trust because, you know, the people inside of your circles, you know, be the ones that will stab you in the back quicker. Um, So, yeah, it can be very stressful. And also depending, you know, especially with the position that I was in, um, I was a sergeant at arms and enforcer for 13 of those years. Uh, So it was, yeah, it gets stressful. But... (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I was kind of wondering. I guess I could see both sides yeah. of that. I mean, you, you obviously guys have probably... respect. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was saying you obviously had respect mm-hmm. amongst uh, probably a, a lot of the, and you had you had every walk of life in there. You, right. You know, so you're probably every dealing with the other gangs life. too. But like, yep. even them probably like, okay, that dude's a somebody within that yeah. organization. So let's fucking not try not to fuck <laughs> with him. Yeah, <laughs> at least one on one, you know. So right. Um. So when you when you're an enforcer, man, these mm-hmm. these people, uh, how do they get wrapped up with owing the AB uh money or or however that works? Like, how's <laughs> that work inside the prison system? Well, I mean, back in my era, like I said, it start. I started in the '90s. Um, it was a different world back then, especially in Florida State prisons. Um. Mainly what it was, it was a lot, it was drugs, a lot of drugs, money, power in the prison system, you know, because if you're not out of, if you wasn't really out of Texas, Florida, um, California, you just really wasn't recognized in, within our, our area. Um, So, uh, so so guys would want to get high in prison. Right. And then we get strung out. Well, they would get strung out, then they would owe other people, other gangs, gangster disciples, whoever else was yeah. in the compound. They would get so in debt, and their life was on the line, then they would come to us and be, you know, Protection. need help. And then, then you know, then they become under your thumb, you know, and then it just so on and so forth. It's just the drugs or protection. Some people are just scared. Um Man, yeah. it sounds stressful as shit. Dude. Yeah, Ain't right. To you. Yep. Wow. So whenever, so what would what would be the agreement be? Because like I, I just a guy looking in. I've never right. done time. Um, what is like? How how the hell are they gonna pay you? Like, I mean, are they are you gonna take their lunch trays? And I'm not being disrespectful. Like, right. I honestly don't know. No, are, you don't want that like, trash. You don't want that slot. You don't want that trash. So you're like trading commissary. 
Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I guess up north that's what they call it. Down south is canteen. Commissary canteen. canteen. Okay. That's right. Either that or we have we do uh send-ins. They have their family members or somebody put the money on our account or green Book dot. Money. Yeah. Green dot it, you know, this amount to this account, this name or take it to a family member on the street or you know, I mean had long reach too. It wasn't just in the fences. They had long reach. Oh, I'm, I don't doubt that yep. one bit. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't really like like I've I've watched Gangland and and, and you like you lived Gangland. You know, yeah. like there you guys are <laughs> had really fucking intricate ways of communicating on the oh, yeah. town. Yep. Um, like, I mean, everything, like, that shit's really, it's pretty neat, it's fascinating, man, like, how your will to survive and, and flourish under yeah. those extreme conditions is just, that's just crazy. I mean, when you're doing that much time, I mean, I've been, I've had 30 years, uh, 30 year habitual offender plea offer, you know, in Florida, which I would have done 27 calendar years just on that one. Um, 158 years I've had, you know, facing me before, um, you know, just sitting in the County for two, three years, I've sat and waited two or three years in the County just fighting, you know, some of my cases. So, um, you know, and it ended up being the 26 years. So, uh, I forgot where I was even going with that now. Just got sidetracked trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it is it's crazy. Um, yeah, I was just trying to get get kind of in that mindset of of what you're looking at and how you're kind of navigating life um, in a prison uh, with a with a you know, I mean everybody's heard of the Aryan Brotherhood and <laughs> like to to have that kind of position and right. I mean it's just it's crazy like it. I mean, was it a lot of conflict all the time, or was it was it just sporadic shit that would happen? Like, hey, every day you got somebody fucking come and say, hey, like I need this or I need that or you need. Well, to here, bust here this was dude's fucking head. Well, in my position, I didn't. Um, they didn't come to me and get anything. They went to somebody else. The only thing I got <clears throat> was a list with your name on it and your debt. And I was told to come get it. That's it. I don't know of anything else outside of that. You know what I mean? That's just the way it was. It was where, you know, the way it was ran. So what do you do when they can't pay? I mean, you just beat the piss out of them? You just got to apply pressure, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, they either... And it's it's hard to check in in Florida in Florida prison. You can check into the box and say you fear for your life. They'll lock you up for six months and put you right back out on the compound. Yeah. Some people will, uh, you know, try to do that just out of you know paying their debts and you know go prison to prison. They don't do that in Florida, so they'll get tired of you know running into that wall every time they get out of you know lockup, and they'll either pay or you know or, or really check in. You know, <laughs> oh, shit. what it happens. I mean, I've been going to chow hall and seeing a guy was talking to him and, and a guy come running through the compound. And next thing it sounded like, a uh, you could hear it. He had water, um, 
uh, lawnmower blade. And he hit this dude when he was running by. And he cut everything but about two inches. His, his neck was literally hanging, you know, just going to chow hall. You saw that? Yeah, he was standing right next to me. <clears throat> Jesus yep. Christ. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that's how when when uh, people talk about gangs and stuff like that, you know, you have some of these branches that are self-proclaimed or, or whatever, you know, and I don't know what most of that's about, but I know it's not ran like it, it was then, you know. Yeah. No yeah, way. See, yeah, you were blood in, and, and we, yep. we were doing, like, our pre-interview um, talk earlier about the show, and you were talking about um, the way some of these guys uh, are getting in now. As you said, they got to write an essay and like doing push ups right. and shit. Like, that's yeah, great. like in some other states, you, you got to do push ups and probate and like prove yourself or you know, whatever. But nah, not, not where I was, not where I was. It was here you go, go do this and bring it back to me. So, um, <laughs> That's wild shit, dude. Yep. I just want to say thank you so much for, for being vulnerable like that. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. And I was 22 I, with, you know, a 20-month sentence. And, um, you know, it was it was one of them things that I'd had respect enough to where I was given an order to do something. And it would have been literally to, you know, cut this dude's juggler. And I just had two babies. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. and the president kind of stepped in. He's like, I got bigger plans for him, you know, yeah. let him go home. And yeah, yeah. Well, Went from I, there. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I was actually going to kind of lead into that is right. Um, how, how, so how long were you in the, the, the Aryan Brotherhood? And 14 how years, did, 14 how, years, eight months, eight days. Okay. All right. <laughs> yep. Wow. How, uh, how how do you get out of something like that? Well, like, depending on position and and your connections and and the work you've put in and the circumstances, you know, stuff like that. It it, it really depends on that mutual understanding like, and agreement. Yeah, so just just being straight up and not having any kind of horse shit between right. you and the and sometimes the it's better. Well, sometimes it's better when somebody steps down to, you know, it's better for them to not be in the area, you know, it's better for them to go somewhere and start over or whatever. Yeah, I can see that. Go change your surroundings, you know, put it behind you, you know, move on. There's two different worlds, man. It really is. I believe you 100%, man. Uh, That is, that is really wild shit. Um, yeah, and again, thank you for sharing that. That's really cool. Um, so you did most of your time in Florida State Prison? Right, yep. Ended up at Gainesville Work Camp. I've been there, Bay Correction, which is up in Panama City, Florida. Um, I was on the Florida Chain Gang in Lake Butler, Florida West Unit. They call it the Wild Wild, well, they call it the Wild Wild West, and they put you in chains in the middle of the summertime. Now it's August in Florida. That'd be so miserable. You, you got mosquitoes. That's not that at all. 
Yeah, you got mosquitoes the size of hummingbirds, right? So at 8 o'clock in the morning, the heat index is about 98 to 105. So you're going out to these swamps and in chains under shotgun, and you're digging up cypress stumps in Florida, you know, in the swamp, and moving it to the other side of the swamp. Um, Oh, my God, that'd be miserable. and when they blow that whistle, if you're not on your face, they drop them shotguns and level off on you. If you're standing, they will fire on you, and they're rubber bullets, and they don't care if it's in your face or whatever. Shit. Then they're going to lock seen you guys, up. Huh? You seen oh, guys yeah, all the, all the time, because they were scared to drop in the water. But wow. when, they went, when they got shot, when the rubber bullets went to the box and came back in a week with them whelps on them, the next time they hit that whistle, they laid down. <laughs> Did you ever see, see that. any? That's fucking crazy. You have to do 30 days just to make sure that you're going to be a good candidate to be at their main unit. You know, they say you got to be cream of the crop. You have to be a model inmate or at least act good at it. <laughs> act good at it. Right. Wow. So you guys went out in the, in the, the swamp. Did you ever... You ever see like the giant snakes down there when you lived down huh. there? Oh yeah, and that was that... one of the rules in Florida prison. If you kill one of their snakes, they will lock you up, and they'll probably beat you up. You're not allowed to kill their snakes. I've been in the ditches in Gainesville with the uh, the um, weed eaters with the blades on them mm-hmm. in the in the ravines and just chopping snakes. You know, you just can't help it. There's so many of them. Water moccasins cotton mouth i mean it's it's Ew. great well, and gators everywhere snakes <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man yeah gators. Like spiders don't he i thought yeah i think no. so no <laughs> don't mess with none of that spiders so when... aren't too bad i mean they're not gonna i guess come out and try to kill you on purpose no. but you spiders know you're good man I mean, shit, you come across a gator <laughs> about 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. That motherfucker's coming at you. A snake, yep. too. They got, like, they got such you... a small kill zone, too. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well. They hide under your cars in alligator. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's no, wild, man. Yeah. And see, that was another thing. That was an option. Let me open that, please. That was an option. I know it's kind of jumping ahead or whatever, but the very last time I got out after being clean for two years and three days, and they finally caught up to me, and I had to go back and do all that time and came back up and, you know, started over, got a new family, remarried, got a new life. Yeah. Um, so when did, when, when did you get out free and clear, like done, done? June 13th of 2019 was my final one and I had got locked up November 30th of 2011 and went back and finished uh, a violation of probation that I had had 12 years or something like that on but that was the last one here will you follow that now please um, but it was a it was an option to go back to Florida my hometown you know after that but you know what? It's after being clean for 15 years now. It's 
I just don't want the bad memories everywhere you go that, you know, I used to smoke crack at that motel. And, you know, right. I did this over there and I don't want to raise my kids, you know, in that. Hell no. Hell no. no. Uh-uh. Yeah. There's. Nope. That'd not be a good idea. Uh-uh. Because that ain't who I am as a man. Who they know now, yeah. that's who I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, life's all about growth, man. And if you're gonna, oh, you're yeah. gonna go through some hard times, you're never gonna <laughs> right. evolve, you know. So, and don't um, even get me in, into the uh, the ex-wife ordeal while I was in prison. I mean, that's just all, all doing, your bad timing. Oh man, doing all that time like it wasn't hard enough. But I got a, a I had a wife that was. I got a letter. How long, in May. How long were you with her? What do you mean, like legally, all, all together, technically, like all together, like how long have you been? While I was in there much, too, and all that. Start yeah, and like when when did you first meet her? Like, uh, I was twenty. Twenty, so it pretty much been from twenty up until the, you know, I mean, it's been a while. Oh yeah, so, and like it was like twenty something years, but just just painting a picture of <laughs> oh yeah know, how long you 20... guys have been involved for everybody else that doesn't know. <clears throat> oh yeah, <clears throat> um, no, but the first time I had went to prison, no, I take it back the second time, but she was doing stuff the first time. But anyway, it came out the second time. Um, I had caught a five year sentence for stealing uh, twelve cars in one day, and. I was like me playing there. Grand Theft Auto. Right, was, yeah. Live in, live. live in person, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but she was said, you know, she was going to um, make sure that I had money and, you know, I was taken care of and all that, take care of the kids. And anyway, I'm sitting there, May of 98, I get a letter at mail call. I was at the West Unit, matter of fact, Wild Wild West in Lake Butler, Florida. And it was from a dude named Jay Kelly, which was a guy that she was with when I, you know, they were like on and off when we had met or whatever. And it says, how are you doing, pal? I've been enjoying your mail for the past year. He said, me and Amanda have a place together now and we don't have separate rooms. He said, matter of fact, I've been hitting it in all three holes for the past year. And the little girl you wanted, I beat you to it. Yeah, Damn. and I, I had 30 months left to do, you know, and this dude's like five foot two, 130 pounds, and I was 6'4", 240, benching at that time almost two, uh, 425, you know, Damn. by the time I got out. Yeah, man, and it was, yeah, it was some crazy you time. Do shit. No, no, but... Yeah, he had just lost his leg. Matter of fact, I found out like uh, two months ago. He wrecked his bike. He wrecked his bike um, and lost his leg. Yeah, and he was a roofer. So, karma something else, man. I didn't have to do nothing. Karma something else. Mm -hmm. And I'm living a good life up here. Oh, hell yeah, man. For Mm -hmm. sure. Sounds like you're living a great life. Yep. Um, Man, so that dude was banging your old lady. Yep. Can't do shit about it. Got her pregnant. <laughs> Got her pregnant. Yeah. Right. Right. Fuck, man. Yep. And then I, did I, it. So and did it again, mad. though. That she did it again the very last time, which led me to 
you know, uh, my wife now in the situation I'm in now. And, you know, and that's what I was talking about earlier. Looking back, you know, all that time wasted. Yeah, it, it happened, but I wouldn't trade it. I would do it again 10 more times if I had to do that to get where I'm at now and to yeah. have what I have. You know, yeah. it sucks I mean, it had to be like that, but you're saying that because you're sitting right next to you, right? Uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I love these boys, man. Yeah, with the old lady, all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's just good stuff, man. You know, just living life for the first time, really. You know, yeah. And you appreciate life a hell of a lot more you when do. you go through hard times. I know you I do. do. Money means more when you, you're not out there robbing it and taking it, you know. When you yeah, man. <laughs> then you really yeah. feel bad for some of the stuff you've done in the past, you know. I understand the men's, you know. <laughs> Somebody I, comes out and steals your ladder, you just spot, you're like, son of a I bitch. Know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> What do you do, you know? Can you yeah. Like, well, I guess I had that coming. <laughs> this fucking sucks. Oh. So what kind of hours um what kind of hours do you put in over there? Uh, I'm working. I'm about I'm seven to five, five days a week. Um, Anchor. Yeah. Shit. Wouldn't yeah. that be worse? Seven to five. My five job's days eleven. A week. My job's 11 minutes from here. It's about where I'm at. 11 minutes from the house. And before I came here, I was driving an hour and a half one way. Every day. Work 12, 13, 14 hours. Both ways. Yeah, both ways. <laughs> but uh, DJ knows, man. I'd call him. It's like He would call me when he was out driving trucks. About to mm. fall asleep uh, back in the day. He was running, what, like 16-hour, 24-hour days sometimes running trucks. And uh, yep. he called me falling asleep. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah, it'd be like, we're going to have your PC when you get to Mount Eagle. Like, yeah. That's fucking horrible place to PC. Yeah. <laughs> Been up for two days. <laughs> right. I'm not yeah. even sure what the day is right now. <laughs> Three tablets in this truck. Shit. <laughs> Yeah. Billy Joe, I'm going to ask you a question. Just yep. be honest. Yeah. Do you pre trip your shit? Huh? Do you, you pre trip? Yeah. Do you pre trip your shit? You're supposed to. That ain't what I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I walk around it. <clears throat> to get yeah. in the yeah. driver door. I walk around it to unlock the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's just something we always laugh what about what about checking cargo what is it every 50 miles or something what was yeah, it we don't do that yeah, I, I, check my, I check my mirror every about half hour so yeah because i'm uh, actually here here within the next two weeks i'm going up to get my i'm, I'm gonna go get my class a permit because i'm gonna have the instructors coming in and I'm going to take advantage of it and go ahead and get my class A with no 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 restrictions either. I don't have yeah, won't have none that's of that. the key. <clears throat> yeah, won't have yeah. none of <clears throat> Man, that's awesome. You need to keep us updated on that. Oh, yeah. Sure, that's great. Yeah. Uh, but man, since being really out, cool. being, you know, this being my fifth year out right now, um, I uh I got my OSHA 10 certification. I've had my chauffeur's license. 
like I said, remarried, two little boys, uh, living in a nice place. You know, I've, I've bought, I don't know how many cars since I've been out, but I actually was able to buy her a 2013 uh, Jeep Cherokee, and I'm about to get her another uh, newer one here in the next six months. So oh, doing yeah, pretty good, uh, making better decisions, you know. And getting oh, up hell yeah, one. man, for sure. <clears throat> Buying cars, not crack. Right, because yeah. back then, man, I would work a little bit, get an advance, and they wouldn't see me again, you know. I feel I feel <clears throat> like he's talking about me right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah? No, I didn't know that. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, yeah, where are you going to lunch? I'm like, home, <laughs> motherfucker. See you. Oh, right. You see that black pickup over there? Dude. Yeah, that that is by far my favorite way I've ever quit a job. It's like, hey man, yeah. see a black truck? Yeah. It's like, go ahead and drop me off. Yeah, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm done, dude. Fuck this. Yeah. You uh what's the best way you ever quit a job? Me? Yeah, what's the coolest oh, job? What's the coolest way you've ever told them to get fucked? Uh Man, I don't know. There's a putting you on the spot, all right. Yeah, that made me think <laughs> a little bit here. So I had to slap one dude at a um running a roll off truck. I talked to DJ that day. Uh-huh. Um over Oh, you ran trash? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I did trash. Yeah. Oh shit. Did, What's your best did, trash uh... story? Huh? Oh man, he did. It was what it else? was that day, that dude talking crazy. I bounced his head off the window inside the cab, man, of that truck. <laughs> Dude, I don't know who you talking to, but uh, no, man. <laughs> Y'all got me fucked up. Right. Just because I'm quiet I'm... and I'm polite don't mean I won't calmly and politely knock your head off either. Now, how, what, obviously, that don't just happen out of the blue. What? What? That's a good story. Let's hear that one real quick. Well, I mean, the dude was talking down to me, talking stupid, you know, acting like I was a retarded two-year-old or something. A guy hauling trash talking down yeah. to a guy hauling trash. Well, that is... That's yeah, because just because he ran <laughs> trucks out in California for eight years, I said I don't care how long you ran them. I said we ain't in one of them now. We're in a trash truck. <laughs> That's right. And, um, but yeah, that was it. Wasn't even that one. I think the one I had. I worked at D and D Trash in Crawfordsville, and I really? that morning I came in. I had a. Um, they were going to put me in the in the smaller trash truck. You know, because I had the chauffeurs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I get there, and, and we all come in, and we're standing around, and uh, they had, like, three throwers didn't come in or something. Oh. <laughs> and oh. and they looked at okay. me, and he's like, hey, man, can you, um, you know, uh, just stand on the back? Like, yeah, like, rotate with the driver and throw, stand you know, because I'm like, what? <laughs> and I, I, I walked yeah. outside. <laughs> Went got my stuff out of the truck and went and got my car and pulled out, left the truck running, everything. Bump that. I see. You know yeah. what? Yeah, actually, uh, I can do that. Give me. Let me give. Yeah. Me, let me go get my lunch out of my car me, real quick. Let me Hang go on. grab my gloves Dude. real quick. Yeah. yeah. Like, right he's leaving. Raining outside too. You think I'm gonna throw trash in the rain he's, for what? I don't know how much it was. It wasn't enough. Hey, to wait do a minute. That. Like sixteen and out. Billy Joe's car. That's Billy hmm? Joe's car leaving. Hmm. He's in it, right? They didn't know where I went. I was gone. They didn't know yeah. I left or nothing. Fucking called you and shit. Like I, yeah. I left two yeah. hours ago, dog. Yeah, I'm in the bathroom. Right. 
dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was $16 an hour, man. That's what it was. Yeah. Dude, well, no thanks. Fuck that. Yeah. That's that's like layoff when I was heavy hiring yeah. a man. It was like, come <laughs> come do this. We'll pay you 16 I'm yeah. like, uh, And I was I running dumpster route. I was running container route in Lafayette, man. Oh, that sucked. That'd be horrible. Yeah. I don't like Lafayette, man. The whole layout. No, of that I, I did, but nah, yeah. The more I was around it at first, I kind of liked it because I lived in Crawfordsville. Yeah, and, um, right up the road. Yeah, I just yeah. Looking back, I don't well, really what what I thought it was. Yeah, Lafayette though, it's like it's it's a big enough city to go do stuff that you don't have to go to Indianapolis. Yeah, but then you're like, yeah, this place sucks too. Yeah, dude, it does suck, man. <laughs> After you I... go there about three times, you've done all you can do that you really want to do. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the like. Ross Aid's a cool ass stadium. I like Purdue games there. It's that's a nice place to catch a game for sure. But I'm I don't know. I just don't like Lafayette, man. I've done a lot of paving up there, and I just oh, it's yeah. a pain in the ass. I don't like it. So you ran? Oh, you did asphalt? Oh yeah, yeah, I was heavy highway for six years. Okay. And um, yeah, now I'm on a warehouse contract, so yeah. I'm a truck driver <laughs> in a warehouse, but. but I'm, I, Really, I don't know. I, you know, it's mainly mainly forklift. Like where I work, nobody gives a shit how good you can drive a truck. They all right. care about how good you are on a forklift. How you can it's totally load, ass yeah. backwards. Yeah, totally ass backwards. Where yeah, I, I did subgrade stabilizing with my dad. All, you know, growing up, we did everything up to uh, sealing it before the asphalt. We would do oh, cut no rock. shit. Yeah, cut rock, run grader, do all that. So. So I I I think my heart will always belong to paving and milling, yeah. but it just doesn't pay the bills. And I know a right. lot of really really talented dudes that got out of it because of just all the the corruption and bullshit. <laughs> and there's a lot of it still going on, and the 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 unions trying to get a handle on it. But it's just there's so many bad backdoor deals that have been done with the owners and the, the old administration is just going to take time to fix it but mm-hmm. um, I I love it man I know DJ loved it we we had so much fun paving and we had too much milling. fun like we I can't had, believe and we're that's the thing to do this yeah. I feel like that's that was a lot of the issue like man these guys are smiling and having fun like oh, yeah. we're Let's ruin it. stop to this shit yeah no <laughs> Let's tell him he's got to work tonight too. Like, yeah, oh, shit. Dude, they're they're paving uh they're paving one of the main roads up by where I work now, and I've been driving back and forth there the last couple of days, and just that smell of asphalt this time of year. <laughs> oh I yeah. I mean, it, it's a good smell, and it's kind of like a disheartening smell because you know it's almost over for the year, <laughs> and these guys are probably getting ready to start putting their guns on, you know, for sale sites. Yeah. Um, and then trying to lie their way into a job for a few months and then go back and do it again. I mean, I did it for years. <laughs> so, yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. my dad growing up, like I said, that's all he did. And and all the men in my family, my uncle, uh, Ray Waldron, he did, um, he actually paved part of the Daytona 500, you know. Oh, so. hell yeah. 
it's like everybody in my family, all the men are heavy equipment operators. It's like a bloodline thing. <laughs> Running dump trucks and uh You just my missed dad the boat because you can't do none of that shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um uh, Helen Keller run circles around you. I know. I was telling dude the other day I was on a drill right now. I'm drilling in nineteen hundred and something feet of uh two inch sewer uh force main I'm drilling in. And um, I told him I'm shooting on target steer, which you're just you're you're doing it on a screen. You have to push to the center and make that icon stay right dead center and, and maintain a grade. And I told him, man, I'm doing this with my eyes closed up here, just you know, feeling around in the dark. <laughs> so that's cool, man. I love it though. I mean, I just I fell into drilling, and I like said DJ's seen you know my. Um, me getting out and coming from my my ex-wife's spare bedroom making $13 an hour dragging trees all day you know he, oh, yeah. and you know to where I'm at now and I'm just into my fifth year I just didn't give up I mean what do you do I mean if they give right. you 10 years in prison what are you going to do go to the door with your stuff and say nah I can't do it I don't want to do it let me go I changed my mind right what what yeah. you going to do, you know, lay down and die or capitalize, man, you yeah. know? Yeah. When I was in prison, I went through Microsoft certification, certified law clerk, um, culinary arts, commercial food industries. I mean, anything they had. I was a peer facilitator for drug treatment programs, plus AIDS. I mean, I always had good jobs and learned something that eventually one day, I would quit smoking crack and it would pay off. And guess what? It happened. Hell yeah. <laughs> and you're not doing Finally, any of that, man. I just had to stand <laughs> in the paint long enough. <laughs> but I just had to stand in the paint and just, you know, know that I'm better than this, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really awesome story, right. man. And I so really it's good appreciate the way DJ met yeah. me. I would have robbed DJ of my crack addiction. I might have robbed DJ now. <laughs> I actually <laughs> met DJ because I robbed him. So, nah, man. That's how we met. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, dude, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, man. Uh, to come on. And uh, we definitely need to get you back on. Well, uh, yeah, we'll definitely get him back on to uh, do a part two where we're. Yeah. Not cutting out so much. I think we figured out the problem now. But yeah, yeah every, I think it's the same. I moved yeah, it's the I'm same issue it. that Cody was yeah. having. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I hey, we're gonna leave it in. Uh okay. the stories are too damn good to just yep. cut it off. So like uh, I said, it'll take some time anyway. So uh anytime, man. You know, I got I got plenty of stories, true life well, stories that can't be made up trust me they yeah, blow well, my mind this day we uh our audience loves all that weird shit oh yeah and all that yep. crazy shit so uh yeah man we definitely need to get you back on uh after you get your cdl too man we yeah. need to keep you in the loop oh yeah or keep everybody else in the loop i should say with that and mm -hmm. but uh yeah man i think i'm gonna go ahead and call it uh for tonight and uh once again like really truly a pleasure having you on it's been a lot of fun so oh yeah i appreciate the opportunity hell yeah man well yeah. tj unless you got anything to add i think i'm gonna yeah. wrap it up 
Nope, nope, sounds pretty good to me. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, um, hope everybody enjoyed this one. Sorry we had some tactical difficulties in the beginning, <laughs> but I think we got them figured out. Um, you guys can catch us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple Podcast, um, and we got a Facebook page. Uh, we don't have a really big following on there, so we don't do a whole lot with it, but we have one. But, uh, I mean, we uh, we see the numbers every time we put an episode out, and people definitely, definitely are check, checking us out. So, uh, you know, continue to keep listening. And, and, you know, sorry we're not being as frequent as we were, but everybody, and I, and I know a lot of guys listening are going to understand where we're coming from. This is just a really busy time of the year. So just bear with us and we'll get through it and we'll uh, try to get more back on a regular schedule coming up. But uh, love you guys and we'll talk at you soon. We'll see you guys later. Thanks, Billy Joe. Thanks, DJ. All right. See you all, all later. All right. Bye.